Hello, everyone. So apparently I have one more pornography episode in me. So I've imagined myself as the head of an adult film entity. I would have an atypical staff. A-T-Y-P-I-C-A-L. Here's the reason. I would want all of my staff members, higher-ups and non-higher-ups, to be well-trained in being the type of human beings that know how to treat abuse survivors and trauma survivors because if they know how to do that, they know how to treat people who've been abused and traumatized that are consumers, that are in executive leadership, that are lower level staff members, that are performers, right? So... I'm not saying they would be abused within my entity. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about some who that happened to them way before they came to be employed by my entity, right? So I'm just speaking hypothetically. So I would want to have abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly porn managers. I would want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly porn film crews. I would want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly porn photographers. I would want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly porn website developers and porn webmasters. I would... if. I would want abuse survivor friendly, trauma survivor friendly, porn sales personnel. I would want abuse survivor friendly, trauma survivor friendly, porn book and porn magazine writers and editors. I'd want abuse survivor friendly, trauma survivor friendly adults who create porn business models. I'd want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly adults who negotiate porn trade. I'd want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly adults who make porn press releases. I'd want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly adults who draw up porn contracts with other porn owners. I'd want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly adults who buy and sell porn content and adult content. I'd want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly adults who offer porn technical support. I'd want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly adults who run porn servers. I'd want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly adults who do porn billing services and porn payroll. I'd want abuse survivor-friendly, trauma survivor-friendly adults who organize porn trade shows and various porn events. 
I'd want to be survivor friendly, trauma survivor friendly adults who do porn marketing and porn sales forecasts. I'd want abuse survivor friendly, trauma survivor friendly adults who provide porn human resources. I'd want abuse survivor friendly, trauma survivor friendly adults who provide porn tax services and porn legal support. Legal support. And the reason why I kept saying abuse survivor friendly, trauma survivor friendly is because I want all of my staff to know how to apply correctly emotional intelligence especially when it comes to the brutalized I'd want them to know how to correctly apply emotional literacy especially when it comes to the brutalized I'd want them to know how to apply correctly emotional self-regulation especially to the brutalized I'd want them to know how to correctly apply gelatology especially to the brutalized I want them to correct to know how to correctly apply hope theory especially to the brutalized I want them to know how to correctly apply impermanence when it comes to the brutalized. I want them to know how to correctly apply kindness, especially to the brutalized. I want them to know how to correctly apply empathy, especially to the brutalized. I want them to know how to correctly apply life skills-based education, especially to the brutalized. I'd want them to know how to apply moral development, non-religiously speaking correctly, especially to the brutalized. I want them to know how to apply uh, correctly people's skills, especially to the brutalized. I want them to know how to um, apply correctly personal boundaries and professional boundaries especially to the brutalized. I want them to know how to apply social intelligence, social skills, soft skills, study skills, and the theory of multiple intelligences, especially to the brutalized. Correctly. I want them to know, I would want them to know how to apply positive psychology and the five key emotion skills of recognizing, understanding, labeling, labeling, expressing, regulating emotions correctly, especially to the brutalized. I would want them to know how to apply the concept of vocational skills correctly, especially to the brutalized who is naturally wired for Being a tradesperson or or an artisan or a technician. Um, and the reason why I say these things is because there are many porn companies where people don't have life skills. And that's why you have staff butting heads consumers butting heads 
and you have executive leadership butting heads because I'm humanizing porn leadership, porn staffers, porn performers, and porn consumers. Many people fail to humanize all these kinds of human beings. I would want my staff, lastly, to correctly know how to apply decision-making, problem-solving, conflict resolution, creative thinking, lateral thinking, critical thinking, uh, communication and personal skills, self-awareness and empathy, assertiveness, equanimity, and resilience in coping with emotions, coping with stress, uh, managing emotions, lifelong learning, professional and personal developments, literacy, numeracy skills, transversal skills, citizenship skills, financial literacy, and... uh, just life skills in general to people with people because I'm concerned about everybody's well-being within a porn company so I would want my I would want my consumers to know you know before I say that I would want my staff to correctly know how to apply attitude especially to the uh Brutalized. Now that I said that, I also want to say that I want I would, you know, I'm going to say this one at a time. I, w- I would want my consumers to be to treat each other well. When it comes to attitude, emotional intelligence, emotional literacy, emotional self-regulation, gelatology, hope theory, impairments, kindness, empathy, life skills, base education, moral development, people skills, personal boundaries, professional boundaries, positive psychology, ruler, uh, recognizing, understanding, labeling, expressing and regulating emotions, social intelligence. Social skills, soft skills, study skills, theory of multiple intelligences, vocational skills. Um, lifelong learning, perverse, uh, personal professional development, literacy, numeracy skills, transversal skills, and citizenship skills. Decision making, problem solving, conflict resolution, creative thinking, lateral thinking, critical thinking, communication and personal skills, self awareness and empathy, assertiveness and equanimity. Resilience to coping with emotions and coping with stress, financial literacy, and uh, managing um, emotions. I would want my consumers, that's how they treat each other. Next, I would want I would want the porn performers employed within my entity to treat each other with decision-making, problem-solving, creative thinking, lateral thinking, critical thinking, 
communication, interpersonal skills, self-awareness and empathy, assertiveness and equanimity, and resilience in coping with emotions and coping with stress, emotional management, financial literacy, lifelong learning, personal and professional development, literacy and numeracy skills, transversal skills, citizenship skills, uh, attitude, emotional intelligence, emotional literacy, emotional self-regulation, gelatology, hope theory, impermanence, kindness, empathy, life skills-based education, moral development, people skills, personal boundaries, professional boundaries, positive psychology, ruler, recognizing, understanding, labeling, expressing emotions, social intelligence, social skills, soft skills, study skills, theories of multiple intelligences, and... Um, Encouraging vocational skills in people who want to be, you know, tradespersons, artisans, and technicians. Next, I would want my executive leadership to treat each other well. When it comes to decision-making, problem-solving, creative thinking, lateral thinking, critical thinking, communication, interpersonal skills, self-awareness and empathy, assertiveness and equanimity and resilience and coping with emotions and coping with stress, emotional management. Lifelong learning, personal professional development, literacy, numeracy skills, transversal skills, citizenship skills. Attitude, emotional intelligence, emotional literacy, emotional self-regulation, gelatology, hope theory, impermanence, kindness, empathy, life skills, based education, more development, people skills, professional boundaries, personal boundaries, Positive, positive psychology, ruler, recognizing, understanding, labeling, expressing, and regulating emotions, social intelligence, social skills, soft skills, study skills, theory, theory of multiple intelligences, and encouraging vocational skills in people, you know, who want to be artisans, trade persons, and technicians. And lastly, I would want my lower level staff to be treated well when it comes to, for the last time I say, for everybody in my staff, um, decision-making, problem-solving, creative thinking, lateral thinking, critical thinking, communication, and personal skills, self-awareness and empathy, assertiveness and equanimity and resilience and coping with emotions and coping with stress, emotional management, lifelong learning, professional and personal development, literacy and numeracy skills, transversal skills, citizenship skills, Attitude, emotional intelligence, emotional emotional literacy, emotional self-regulation, gelatology, hope, theory, permanence, kindness, empathy, life skills, space education, moral development, people skills, personal boundaries, professional boundaries, positive psychology, ruler, recognizing, understanding, labeling, expressing, and regulating emotions, social intelligence, social skills, soft skills, study skills, theories, and multiple intelligences, and encouraging vocational skills that people want to be artisans, tradespersons, and technicians. So basically, I would want my porn performers to treat each other with conflict resolution. I want my consumers to treat each other with conflict resolution. 
I'd want my um, lower level staff to be treated well with um, conflict resolution. And I want my um, I want my um, executive leadership to be treated well with conflict resolution too. So I. So, because I'm talking about an imagined adult film company in my mind, here's what I want to say. Sexual life skills are sexual abilities for sexually adaptive and sexually positive behavior that sexually enables sexually active of age humans to deal sexually effectively with the sexual demands and sexual challenges of life, sexually speaking. This sexual concept is also termed as sexual psychosocial competency. The sexual subject varies sexually greatly depending on sexual social norms and sexual community expectations, but sexual skills that sexually function for sexual well-being and aid sexual individuals to sexually develop into sexually active and sexually productive members of their sexual communities are considered, sexually speaking, as sexual life skills. So, here's what all porn companies should be showing. Sexual decision-making skills. Sexual problem-solving skills. Sexual conflict resolution skills. Sexual creative thinking skills. Sexual lateral thinking skills. Sexual critical thinking skills. Sexual interpersonal skills. Sexual self-awareness skills. Sexual assertiveness skills. Sexual equanimity skills. Sexual resilience skills. Sexual coping with sexual emotions. And sexually coping with sexual stress skills. Sexual... Management of emotion skills, sexual management skills, sexual communication skills, sexual attitude skills, sexual emotional intelligence skills, sexual emotional literacy skills. Sexual emotional self-regulation skills, sexual gelatology skills, sexual hope theory skills, sexual impermanence skills, sexual kindness skills, sexual empathy skills, 
sexual life skills based education skills, sexual moral development skills, sexual people skills, sexual personal boundaries skills, sexual professional boundary skills, sexual positive psychology, sexual ruler. The sexual acronym ruler refers to the five key sexual emotional skills of sexually recognizing, sexually understanding, sexually labeling, sexually expressing, and sexually regulating sexual emotions, sexual social intelligence skills, sexual social skills, sexual soft skills, sexual study skills, the sexual theory of sexual multiple intelligences skills, and metaphorically, sexual vocational skills. Sexual financial literacy skills. Sexual professional development skills, sexual personal development skills, sexual literacy skills, sexual numeracy skills, sexual citizenship skills, sexual transversal skills, sexual lifelong learning skills. People need to know the difference between sexual wisdom and sexual foolishness. People need to know the difference between the sexual characteristics of the sexually wise and the sexually foolish. People need to know the difference between the reputation of the sexually wise and the reputation of the sexually foolish. And lastly, people need to know the difference between the results of the sexually wise and the sexually foolish. So, let's start with the sexually foolish. The sexually foolish lack sexual judgment. They enjoy sexual foolishness. They are sexually gullible. They avoid the sexually wise. They feed on sexual foolishness. They receive sexual punishment. They do not respond to sexual punishment. They pursue elusive sexual dreams. They blame their sexual failures on current sexual partners, past sexual partners, and potential sexual partners. They are... A traumatic sexual example to others. They are sexually proud and sexually arrogant. They scorn sexually wise advice. They make sexual truths useless. They sexually trust in themselves. They unleash their sexual anger. They inherit sexual folly. They cause sexual strife and sexual quarrels. They receive no sexual honor. They They stir up sexual anger. They go the sexually wrong ways. They lash out, sexually speaking, when discovered in sexual folly. 
They are sexually endangered by their sexual words. They walk a sexually troublesome path. They will never be chosen as sexual counselors. They must be guided by sexual hardship. They persist in sexual foolishness and... They are sexually scandalous, making many people wanting to commit acts of violence against them because of it. They sexually lash out whenever they experience healthy sexual rebukes and constructive sexual criticism. (sighs) The sexually wise, they sexually help others with good sexual advice They enjoy sexual wisdom. They're sexually cautious with sexual reason. They seek sexual knowledge. They value sexual wisdom above Sex for the sake of sex. They receive sexual life. They respond to sexual correction. They pursue sexual wisdom. They profit from sexual correction. They trust in sexual wisdom. They control their sexual anger. They're admired as sexual counselors. They are rewarded with sexual knowledge. They keep sexual peace. They stay on sexually morally right paths. Their sexual wisdom conquers other sexual strengths. They avoid sexually wicked paths. They have great sexual insightfulness. The sexually wise and the sexually foolish are often contrasted by me. The sexual characteristics, sexual reputation, sexual results of each are sexually worth knowing if sexual wisdom is our sexual goal. So now, I want to talk about the 
it's sexually wicked and it's sexually righteous and I mean all of these non-religiously speaking let's start with let's you know I often compare the sexual lifestyles of the sexually wicked and the sexually righteous and I'm making a strong sexual case for living by sexual moral excellence the sexual advantages of the sex of sexual righteous living and the sexual disadvantages of sexually wicked living are sexually pointed out the kind of sexual person we sexually decide to be will sexually affect every area of our lives that have sex and sexuality attached to it so let's start with the sexually wicked The sexually wicked are sexually fearful. Even their sexual kindness is sexually cruel. They don't understand sexual justice. They're covered with sexual violence. They're bent on sexual evil. They put up a sexually bold front. They're brought down by sexual calamity. They hate those with sexual integrity. They do not sexually endure. in all the right sexually ways. They lead others into sexual wrongfulness. Their sexual conduct is sexually devious. They plot sexual violence. Others sexually hide when they sexually rise to sexual power. They detest the sexually upright They are sexually swept away. They are trapped by sexually evil desires. They are unconcerned about their sexual impact and sexual impartation, especially on survivors of sex crimes. Constant sexual trouble befalls them. Their their income results in sexual trouble. They fall into constant sexual trouble. They are sexually fearful constantly. They will suddenly sexually fall. They will be sexually found out. They are pursued by sexually misfortune. Life destroys them due to their being sexually catastrophic. They will bow to the sexually righteous. They will be punished for their sexual rebellions. They will not sexually remain. They earn deceptive wages, sexually speaking. They go to sexual death. They end only in sexual wrath. They'll be sexually overthrown. They will be dragged down. 
by their sexual chaos. Life in society detests the sexually perverse. So I just went over outlook on sexual life, response to sexual life, how they're sexually seen by others, sexual quality of life, sexual quality of life continue, sexually short-term results, sexually long-term results, sexual legacy expectations, and life and society's sexual opinion of them. So now, let's talk about the sexually righteous. The sexually righteous are sexually hopeful. They are sexually concerned about the welfare of all oppressed, sexually oppressed human groups. They understand sexual justice. They're covered with sexual blessings. They give sexual thought to their sexual ways. They persevere against sexual evil. They are sexually appreciated. Their sexual conduct is sexually upright. They they are not to desire the company of sexual terrorists. Others are sexually glad when they sexually triumph. They care for and about their sexual impact and sexual impartation, especially on survivors of sex crimes. They detest the sexually dishonest. They stand sexually firm. They are set, they are delivered by sexual righteousness. No real sexual harm befalls them. Their income results in sexual treasure, icing on the cake, so to speak. They avoid sexual evil. They are bold as sexual lions, metaphorically speaking. They will be sexually safe. They walk sexually securely. When I say walk, I'm talking about how they move around. I'm not talking about physical walk. Because what I'm saying applies to people who are labeled disabled. They are rewarded with sexual prosperity. Life in society tends to protect those who are of sexual substance, sexual effectiveness, sexual quality, sexual nobility, good sexual characters. Sexually evil people will bow to the sexually righteous. They're never sexually uprooted. They earn a sexually sure reward. They attain sexual life. They end only in sexual good. They have a sexual refuge within their sexual legacy. Life and society delights in the sexual good 
and they take a knee for sexual righteousness. And then the four sexual tongues, what we sexually say probably sexually affects more people than any other sexual action we sexually take. It is not sexually surprising then to find that I give sexual sexual special attention to sexual words, how they're sexually used. Four common sexually speech patterns are described by me. The first two should be sexually copied. The last two should be sexually avoided. The sexually controlled tongue. Those with this sexual speech pattern sexually think before sexually speaking, know when sexual silence is sexually best, and give wise sexual enlightenment. The sexually caring tongue. Those with this sexual speech pattern sexually speak sexually truthfully while sexually seeking to sexually encourage. when it comes to embarking, sexually speaking, on all of the sexually accurate sexual forward thinking and sexual forward motioning. The sexually conniving tongue, those with this sexual speech pattern are sexually filled with sexually wrong motives, sexual gossip, sexual slander, and a sexual desire to twist sexual truths. The sexual careless tongue. Those with this sexual speech pattern are filled with sexual lies, sexual curses, sexually quick-tempered words, which can lead to sexual insurrection and sexual demolition. I'll give you two examples. The sexually righteous weigh their sexual answers. The sexually wicked don't wait to sexually speak because they don't sexually care about the sexual effects of their sexual words. It is sexually important to have something sexually to say, but it's equally sexually important to sexually weigh it first. Do you sexually carefully plan your sexual words or do you sexually pour out your sexual thoughts without sexual concern for their sexual impact? The sexual heart of the sexual righteous 
weighs its sexual answers. But the mouth of the sexual wicked gushes sexual evil. The tongue of the sexual wise adorns sexual knowledge, but the mouth of the sexual fool gushes sexual folly. The other example I'm going to give you. Have you ever tried to sexually argue in a sexual whisper? It is equally sexually hard to sexually argue with someone who insist on sexually answering gently. On the other sexual hand, a rising sexual voice and sexually harsh words almost always sexually trigger a sexually angry response. To turn away sexual wrath and seek sexual peace, choose sexually gentle words. Stay away from a sexual fool, for you will not find sexual knowledge on their lips. Walk with the sexual wise and become sexually wise, for a companion of sexual fools suffers sexual harm. Here's my last example. The old saying, a sexual rotten apple spoils the sexual barrel, is often applied to sexual relationships and with good sexual reason. Our sexual lovers sexually affect us, sometimes sexually profoundly. Be sexually careful whom you sexually choose as your sex partners. Spend sexual time with sexual people you want to be sexually like because you and your sexual comrades will surely sexually grow to sexually resemble each other. There's more I need to say. The mouth can be used either as a sexual weapon or a sexual tool. Hurting sexual relationships or sexually building them up. Sadly, sexually speaking, it's often easier to sexually destroy than to sexually build. Most people have received more sexually destructive comments than those that sexually build up. Every person you meet right now is either a sexual demolition site or a sexual construction opportunity. Your sexual words will make a sexual difference. Will they be sexual weapons for sexual destruction 
or sexual tools for sexual construction. The lips of the sexually righteous sexually nourishes many, but sexual fools die for lack of sexual sense. sexually noble characters we detest sexually violent people we detest sexual haughtiness sexual lying sexual murdering sexual scheming eagerness to do sexual wrong a false sexual witness stirring up sexual dissension we detest those who are sexually untruthful we detest the sacrifice of the sexual wicked we detest the way of the sexually wicked we detest the thoughts of the sexually wicked. We detest those who are sexually proud. We detest those who sexually judge unjustly. Just as sexual fire refines sexual silver in the sexual smelting process, sexual trials sexually refined our sexual character. I'm not talking about sex crimes. I'm talking about sexual learning for the sexual better. Sexual unlearning for the sexual better and sexual relearning for the sexual better. I'm talking about sexual thinking for the sexual better. Sexual unthinking for the sexual better and sexual rethink for the sexual better. I'm talking about sexually growing from sexual mistakes. They sexually bring us a new and deeper sexual wisdom sexually helping us sexually discern sexual truth from sexual falsehood and sexually giving us a sexual discipline to do what we sexually know is sexually right above all sexually speaking these sexual trials sexually help us realize that sexual life is a sexual gift To be sexually cherished, not a sexual right to be sexually taken for sexual granted. Some people often think to themselves, it doesn't sexually matter. But many of a person's sexual choices will be sexually irreversible. Let me say that again. But many of a person's sexual choices will be sexually irreversible. 
they will sexually affect that person for a sexual lifetime. What you do when you're sexually young of age does sexually matter. Enjoy sexual life now, but don't do anything sexually, physically, sexually, morally, or sexually innerly. That will sexually prevent you from enjoying sexual life when you are old. I'm only talking about people of age. People who are old enough to legally consent to sex. Our heart, our our sexual feelings of sexual love and sexual desire dictate, sexually speaking, to a great sexual extent how we sexually live because we always find sexual time to do what we sexually enjoy. I'm telling all of us to sexually guard our heart above all sexual else, making sure we sexually concentrate on those sexual desires that will keep us on the sexually healthy path make sure your sexual affections push you in the right sexual directions put sexual boundaries on your sexual desires and your sexual needs don't go after everything and everyone you sexually see look sexually straight ahead keep your sexual eyes fixed on your sexual goal and don't get sexually sidetracked on sexual detours that lead to sexual ruin Every day has 24 hours filled with sexual opportunities to sexually grow, sexually serve, and be sexually productive. Yet it is so easy to sexually waste time letting sexual life slip from our sexual grasp. Refuse to be a sexually lazy person sexually sleeping or sexually fritting away the hours meant for productive sexual work. See sexual time as a sexual potency and seize your sexual opportunities to live sexually diligently for Sexual solid ground in the name of sexual moral success. Sexual diligence and sexual laziness. I make it clear that sexual diligence. Being willing to work sexually hard and do one's sexual best at any sexual arrangement within law and reason given to them is a vital sexual part of sexually wise living. We work sexually hard not to become sexually famous, 
not to become sexually mired and not to become sexually materialistic although those may be byproducts for some in other words you you may be known to many for being sexually respectful and sexually respectable but to be a sexual servant leader with our very sexual best during our sexual lives. Now, when I say sexually materialistic, I'm talking about if you are a person of sexual sincerity, That may be one of the reasons why some people would love to share their sexual resources with you. And these sexual resources are within law and reason too. So, I'm gonna use more metaphorical language. Let's talk about the sexually lazy are soon sexually poor. They sleep during sexual harvest. They They are a sexual annoyance. They chase delusional sexual fantasies. They waste good sexual resources. They want sexual much but get sexual little. They experience sexual poverty. They have sexual trouble all through sexual life. They are like those who sexually destroy. They go sexually hungry. They go sexually thirsty. They go sexually... They go sexually... Without, they go sexually without. They won't sexually feed themselves. They won't plow in sexual season. They love sleep and grow sexually poor. They love to sexually sleep. They make sexually hasty speculations. They love sexual pleasure, become sexually poor. They desire sexual things, but sexually refuse to sexually work for them. They are full of sexual excuses for not sexually working. They sleep too sexually much, which leads to sexual poverty. They experience sexual poverty because of sexual laziness. In other words, I'm talking about people
who are sexually discourteous, sexually indifferent, sexually standoffish, and those who are sexually ill-disposed. Now I'm going to use more metaphorical language. The sexually diligent. They become sexually rich. They gather sexual crops early. They have abundant sexual food and abundant sexual drink. They gain many sexual rewards. They will sexually rule, neighborly speaking. They prize their sexual possessions without making them deities over them. They are fully sexually satisfied. They bring sexual profit. They have an easy sexual path. They stay awake and have sexual food and sexual drink to spare. Notice they're sexually awake. When I say easy sexual path, I'm talking about they have sexual tranquility and sexual serenity in their lives. They make careful sexual plans. They give without sexually sparing. They will sexually servant lead before royalty. They reap sexual abundance through sexually hard work. Oh, as for the sexually lazy, they become sexually enslaved to their sexually bad choices of the past, of the present, and of the future. Here's the part where I just go for it. So make sure that your media communication your advertising media, broadcast media, digital media, electronic media, hypermedia, interactive media, mass media, multimedia, new media, news media, print media, published media, recording media, social media, and art media are assets to your personal sexual growth instead of liabilities to your personal sexual growth. So healthy sexual media, sexual communication is needed. Healthy sexual advertising media is needed. Healthy sexual broadcast media is needed. Healthy sexual digital media is needed. Healthy sexual electronic media is needed. Healthy sexual hypermedia is needed. Healthy sexual interactive media is needed. Healthy sexual mass media is needed. Healthy sexual multimedia is needed. Healthy sexual new media is needed. 
Healthy sexual news media is needed. Healthy sexual print media is needed. Healthy sexual published media is needed. Healthy sexual recording medium is needed. Healthy sexual social media is needed. Healthy sexual art media is needed. Make sure that your media player software and storage media is causing you to personally sexually grow instead of personal sexual stunted growth. So healthy sexual media player software and healthy sexual storage media are both needed. What we sexually put into our sexual minds sexually determines what sexually comes out in our sexual words and sexual actions. I tell all of us to sexually program our sexual minds with sexual thoughts that are sexually true, sexually noble, sexually right, sexually nurturing, Sexually nutritious, sexually lovely, sexually admirable, sexually excellent, and sexually praiseworthy, and sexually noteworthy. Do you have sexual problems with sexually disheartening thoughts and sexually disheartening daydreams? Sexually examine what you are sexually putting into your sexual mind through sexual television, sexual internet, sexual books, sexual conversations, sexual movies, sexual music, and sexual magazines. Replace sexual harmful input with sexual wholesome material above all. Ask the right people to help you sexually focus your mind on what is sexually good and sexually upstanding. It takes sexual practice, but it can be sexually done. And remember... Recognize that there is healthy sex life after sexual dysfunction. Despite the rapes and despite the sexual disorders, wholesome sexuality and holistic sex awaits you excitedly and pleasantly. We must sexually capture every sexual thought and yield it to sexual clarity and sexual discernment. When exposed, sexually speaking, to sexual ideas or sexual opportunities, 
that might sexually lead to wrong sexual desires. You have a sexual choice. You can recognize sexual danger and sexually turn away, or you can allow unhealthy sexual thoughts to take you sexually captive. You sexually capture your sexual fantasy and sexual desires when you honestly sexually admit them to yourself and ask yourself to redirect your sexual thinking. Ask yourself to give yourself the spirit of sexual judiciousness to keep your sexual thoughts sexually focused on Sexual right-mindedness and sexual high-mindedness. So, I have also learned that this is the thing that people may think about. They may say, Antonio, we know you're the type of person that doesn't have sex with your colleagues. You're not the type of person that has sex with your friends' parents. You're not the type of person that hangs out with people that you do business deals with. And... You're not a casting couch type of individual. So many people will be wondering, how do you not mix business and pleasure when it comes to if you were to ever be in charge of your own adult film entity? And I'm so thankful and grateful that you asked that question because... I have figured out a creative solution and resolution to this problem, conflict, and issue. I would never have sex with the performers under my entity because I would be the one making final decisions on everything. And I would be the owner and founder, so I'd be a part of executive leadership. So I decided I'll only have sex with those on camera that are some of my lovers who are voyeuristic and exhibitionistic, lawfully and mutually enthusiastically consensually like I am. So I said, okay. I may have lovers who have a porn star personality off camera and we already have a true friendship. So basically it's like I have on camera paid sex with those I'm in sexual, healthy sexual friendships with and they're my true friends non-sexually too. They're just the type to go, yeah, what we do on off camera, we'll just do it on camera and get paid because on camera, it's because off camera, it's free. 
So that's how I was able to nip that dilemma in the bud. Um, and some people go, but isn't that still mixing business with pleasure? Well, these are my true friends that I financially help out and they financially help me out. So it's an extension of that. We, you know, have friends sometimes go out to eat or you go hang out, like go bowling or or a movie and we take turns paying for each other. Well, if they come in and do ethical, poetical, erotica with me, it's more of the same, right? But because... I will not be a full-time porn performer, or not even be a part-time porn performer, but I'll be doing porn um, every now and then. It wouldn't ruin the true sexual friendship as well as the true non-sexual friendship that I have with these true friends of mine that we haven't have the hots for each other. So I don't look at it as business pleasure in, in that way because... When we talk about mixing business with pleasure, we're talking about people who are usually, they're your colleagues all the time. That you either make money with or they make money off of you. Not in a bad way. It's like, I make money because of you. You make money because of me in terms of these particular business deals we have with each other is split. Um... But in this case, if some of my lovers like, hey, we I already um, we already tape our encounters off camera, and that's free. We can tape our encounters on camera and get paid, right? Or I may have some lovers who go, you know what? We usually have untaped free sex off camera. We can have taped on-camera sex for money, right? So, it's not mixing business and pleasure when it comes to these friends of mine because normally they're not my colleagues. So, if it's every now and then, it's still maintaining the true friendship and we just think of each other as sexy, Right? I feel like when people say mixed business pleasure, they're talking about people who they're just co-workers. They're not exactly friends. So I was able to find a healthy middle ground where I'm not violating my own personal codes. And I'm also still being um, able to live out other sides of me without violating those sides of me either. Um, This is my conclusion right here.
then I just talk more from the heart without ever reading some things. Here we go. Delaying, sexually delaying to do sexually good is sexually inconsiderate and sexually unfair. Sexually withholding destroys sexual trust and creates a great sexual inconvenience. Be as sexually eager to do sexually good as you sexually are to have sexually good done to you. So, returning a sexual tool or feeling a sexual promise or sexually making amends are things people should be doing as soon as possible. Healthy sexual restitution, metaphorically speaking, is so important. Remember the the sexual tragedy of delayed sexual kindness. So, I'm not being churchy or preachy with what I'm saying. Y'all know that I'm a sex-positive person. Y'all know that I'm a sex-positive feminist. Y'all know that I'm a comprehensive sexuality education person. Um, Y'all know that I'm kink positive, body positive, slut positive, sex positive, queer positive, consent positive person. Y'all know that I'm a sex work positive person. What I'm saying is, is that um, these are all of what people in the porn industry and people not in the porn industry need to abide by in terms of living above sexual reproach due to being of sexual sound-mindedness. 